I'm Julie. I'm Amy. And it's time to pucker up. Hey. So while I was in the process of recording, or not recording, but editing our last episode, Tom Wilson's arbitration verdict came out. We got Steve Dangled We got dangled Steve again. Dangled. Uh, we had Steve dangled on two things, and I can't remember what the other thing was because something else. I'm not sure. Maybe it was was it the trade that day? Was there a tra- that first the Hagelin trade? You know what? You're right. Yeah. The other thing that happened that day, I think, was Carl Hagelin got traded from the Pittsburgh Penguins to the L.A. Kings for Tanner Pearson, one for one. Hagelin is now injured. Womp, Tanner womp. Pearson now has three goals for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm. It's almost like if you put someone with an elite center, they play better. Yeah, how about? Hmm. I mean, this set really honestly says more about the LA Kings than it does about anything else. But in regards to Tom Wilson, what ended up happening is Sham Doss is going to get fired. Because he reduced Tom's sentence from his sentence, his his uh, suspension from 20 games to 14 games. And since Tom had already served 16 games, he played that night. And in true Tom Wilson fashion, because this shouldn't have ha- like this shouldn't have been possible within the rules of I hockey. I still don't understand how it is possible. And we talk about this every week. But go on. You know, what's the message? Gary, but no, like within the rules of hockey, what happened should not have been possible because you should not be able to score a goal and also take a penalty for goaltender interference. But Tom and every week Wilson we say we don't know did. what goaltender interference is. There are three so different now we really types don't know. of goaltender interference, which is part of the confusion, I think. Goaltender interference in which you have interfered with the goaltender and you get a penalty. Goaltender interference in which you have interfered with the goaltender and the goal is overturned. Correct. Never the twain shall meet. And goaltender interference wherein a goaltender has committed a penalty. They should probably be a little bit more clear about, you know, what these things are. What exactly is goaltender interference? The world will never know. They won't. It's like that. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop of the NHL? They won't because either goaltender interference should have been called and the goal should have been overturned, or it was Correct. a goal and there shouldn't. There's no possibility of it being goaltender interference because the play was already dead because the goal was scored. Agreed. So what the fuck? How does this happen? Because it's Tom Wilson. Maybe. They're like, oh, he got a goal. Let's give him a penalty, too. Tom Wilson. I keep saying Tom Wilson's like your terrible ex-boyfriend who's like really, really hot and like really, really good in bed. And you really, really want to take him back. But he really, really sucks. So your girlfriend. That's a really good analogy. So your girlfriends have to stand under your window playing Dua Lipa's new rules to keep you from making bad decisions. Stop (laughs) trusting Tom Wilson. He's just going to betray us in the end. Mm. Let's just hope your ex-boyfriend doesn't betray you in the end. I I don't trust Tom Wilson as far as I can throw him. I don't care if he scored five goals in eight games or whatever it is. I don't trust this Tom Wilson to stick around. He's like your yeah your reclamation project that comes back and he's like, oh, sweetie, I've changed. I'm so much better now. He's fucking not. He's not. He'll forget in a month and he'll be suspended again in a month. He'll forget when one of his baby boys like Andre gets beat <sighs> up for some reason. I would love nothing more than to watch Andre Burakovsky get in another fight because that was. Can he spell fight? No, he can't read. Um, (laughs) That was one of the highlights of my life. And you can confirm, because you were sitting next to me at that game. Yes, I can. That I lost it. It was the funniest shit I have ever seen. It's like when girls fight and arms just swing in places. (laughs) You know what else was really weird? Tom Wilson came back, and of course in his first game he gets like a fighting major because he's Tom Wilson. Um, I can't remember why he, 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 f- he almost had a, he almost had a Gordy Howe yeah, He didn't get the assist. Or, correct. Yeah. I was going to say he didn't get the goal, but no, he didn't get the assist. You know, Tom Wilson has never scored a Gordy Howe hat trick. You know, isn't that that's almost a shame. Yeah. And to that night, up to that night, nobody else in the league had scored a Gordy Howe hat trick so far this season. And everybody's like, oh, Tom's going to get the first Gordy Howe of the season. Even if he had gotten that assist, Phil Kessel would have beaten him to it by like 10 minutes or something like that. <laughs> Phil Kessel, Gordy Howe hat trick? Your husband, the potato oh farmer. Oh, my God. 
the dick wants what it wants amy um i know no uh so yeah no and then tom you know of course fights in his first game back and that's the only major he's gotten he has he has scored more goals than he's taken penalties so so far. far I'm sure that won't remain that way because I, I, I've met Tom Wilson literally more than once. (laughs) (laughs) He's so beautiful. Like, here's the thing that you may not understand about Tom Wilson is I think a lot of guys hate him because they're not comfortable in, in their sexuality. And what they really have is like a hate boner. But Tom Wilson, like when you see him in person, it's like looking at the sun. He's so beautiful. He's, legitimately hard to look at yeah and in his own you know as as well as hockey players can be he's kind of charming again as well as i mean have you met a charming hockey player truly they don't have a lot of charm they're just all shucks guys altogether yeah well no because my my like most of my interactions with hockey players are like, hi, bye. And that one time Nick Backstrom mean mugged me. I deserved it, but it did put the fear of God in me. <laughs> I didn't really deserve it. Wade and I were just trying to keep warm by Wade sitting on my lap at Kettler. It was cold. Anyway. It was, it was cold. cold. It's the only time in Julie's life that she's been cold. Oh, I was fucking cold when I was trying to walk the dog this morning and he wouldn't shit and a bird almost flew into my face. Oh, no. No, literally this bird flew so close to me that I turned and yelled at it. That's too close. <laughs> like, I felt the concussion from its wings as it went past my face. Like, it was whatever. So, oh, I've completely lost it. Actually, there were two other fights since Tom Wilson has come back that... Washington Capitals have served majors for in the most bizarre turn of events Matt Niskanen Niskanen. who I kind of think of as a serial killer anyway I mean he has that look about him I mean he's definitely an aw shucks guy I mean he's really sweet I like Matt Niskanen and then Dmitry Orlov also gets in a fight his second career fight both of his gloves came off this time unlike the first one and um well I don't think I thought that was more by accident to (laughs) on purpose you know it's the ones you least expect that was just real bizarre. and in those two cases that is true so our other follow-up item that today today and shit we keep talking about endlessly because it's still not resolved william nylander still doesn't have a contract he has not yet returned from the war um, shit is getting dire because today is the 27th of november and he has until december 1st to sign so he has Three and Is like a as until days. until five p.m. December. Oh, 1st. really? I, so like mm-hmm. four and a quarter days. Mm-hmm. And the rumors that are currently milling about four days for for a little less than four days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did. Some Is math. that he'll sign more than a bridge deal? They're not really clear on term, other than it's not going to be a bridge deal, and somewhere in the area of believe it or not, six point nine million yeah i had seen that they've agreed on 6.9 but they hadn't agreed on a term and that's what's holding it out well actually then i also saw today 31 thoughts people are starting to think mitch marner's worth 12 million dollars and i'm like whatever i feel like when i see shit like that i'm like do you fucking watch hockey what i read on 31 thoughts this afternoon was that there's still a little money haggling in there and i think it's a matter of about three hundred thousand dollars now that may not seem like much and this is what what elliot friedman said in 31 thoughts but there have been people traded in negotiations that were wobbling for around a hundred thousand dollars i hope they do trade him because they have already created a very very toxic environment for him in toronto by this this well their preference is and again this is all stuff i picked up from from elliot today in 31 thoughts their preference is to sign him they don't want to trade him because they don't want to take on any cap hits that they weren't necessarily planning for because they're still paying for Phil Kessel. And, yeah. Well, and they have to sign a few more people. Well, yeah. And people are like, oh, well, Marner's going to make $12 million. And he's worth more than Austin Matthews. And I'm like, wait, wait. <clears throat> what? Also, isn't $12 million more than Tavares? Tavares was 11, wasn't it? Yeah. I, like, I thought about <coughs> this later. I'm and sorry. I'm like, wait. 
12 million's more than they're paying Tavares. There's no fucking way Mitch Marner makes that much money. Like I don't like honestly, it's stupid because Marner and Nylander have the same stats. It's it's all foolish. So hopefully they get it done. Nylander gets back and he shoves this all right down their throats. So and I'm sure that if they did decide to trade him, there are plenty of teams that would be willing to take his full salary to have him on their team. Yeah. I mean, it just seems it just seems like they're fucking around for no reason to me. Like, he is a, an extremely tradable piece. It's not like he's fucking, I don't know, Andre Burakovsky. So let's talk about some other weird shit that's going on in hockey. Let's talk about mm, the Ottawa Senators. Weird shit, Ottawa Senators. You know, it used to be if something weird was happening, it was the KHL. No, it's, now it's Ottawa. Let's talk about Eugene Melnick's burner accounts. You mean like the, how many of them were there? 30 some? I think it's either 30 or 40 accounts. All using like the and same all, chick's picture. Yeah, they all had the same picture. They all had horrible names. Defending the Senators, Melnick's ownership and management of the Senators, and his like, weird ass real estate deal that he's now suing his partners on well and he's suing them for a failed deal that hasn't failed yet mm. like it still has six months to fail this guy's an idiot it, yeah like i think i i truly think that he probably wanted out of ownership of this team this at least two years ago team dude like well, nobody will buy it because i think he he wants out of ownership but doesn't want the team to leave ottawa and whoever buys it Probably moving to Quebec City. I was just going to say Montreal. I can't move to Montreal. Montreal has a team. Oh, well. Quebec City. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Quebec. Quebec Quebec was always on the table for as far as Ottawa moving. I mean, like, nobody fucking goes to Ottawa games. Probably more people than go to Florida Panthers games. I mean. There were more people in my living room last night. Than at the Florida Panthers Jersey Devils game. There were certainly people seated closer together in your living room last night than there were at the Florida Panthers game. There were more dogs in my living room than there were people at the Florida Panthers game. So the coaching carousel seems to have started somewhat early. Mm, Well, we talked about last year. We talked. I think they're making up for last year. Last year they didn't fire any coaches. Last year, so already Quinville's gotten fired. We talked Mm -hmm. about that. Um, we talked about whoever the fuck was at the LA Kings got fired. I've forgotten his name, and I'm not going to look it up. Um, now McLellan's been fired at the Oilers, and they've brought in Ken Hitchcock, which I think is kind of weird because he coached the Dallas Stars last year, sucked at it, and retired at the end of the year. So now he's come out of retirement to coach the Oilers, who are like ostensibly a worse team than the Dallas Stars. Forget where I heard it, but basically what – the, the thought behind that is, is Ken Hitchcock is the kind of coach who is going to tell players what they need to hear. And they want somebody who will do that. And they want somebody who will sit the bad players and play the good players. And I don't think they thought they had that in McClellan. Um, do they know that they don't have that big good of players? a divide? Like, you've got Connor yeah. McDavid and then what? Well, and they've got shitty contracts all over the place. I mean, Milan Lucic is just like, that's just an albatross that's hanging around Edmonton's neck at this point. He's their Brooks Orpik. I mean, or their Carl Alsner. We're going to get to both of those gentlemen after we talk about the rest of these coaches. Um, Mike Yo was out at the Blues. They brought in Craig Berube. I don't know if that's high. That is that is correct. Um, and then and Mike Yo basically called his own firing so i don't know why anybody's surprised about that philly fired their gm which was surprising to me because it's surprising to everybody everybody expected that coach coach would go yep literally saturday night i like i was like okay the hackstall's gone like he's gone by the end of the night right and apparently then they fired the like because they got shellacked Saturday night. Well, I guess they won Friday, so maybe, I don't know, we won one. Did you, like... Well, here's the thing. They got shellacked 6 nothing by the Leafs. They fired Hextall because they had a lot of significant philosophical differences between where, you know, 
ownership thought the team was going and where he thought the team was going. Or at least that's what they put out there. I read some bullshit today about how, like, they've got all these prospects. But what if they traded some of the prospects and got, you know, tested, I don't know, grown-ass men? I fucking don't know. They need a goaltender, period. Philly is on their fifth fucking goaltender. Like, sort your goaltending situation out. It's not good. There's a problem. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you're getting shellacked, and part of it is probably your defense. But the fact that you're on your fifth goalie, it's a giant red flag. The other part of this is... Neuvirth is out hurt. Correct. Neuvirth is always out hurt. Even if Neuvirth weren't... Michael Bones of Glass Neuvirth. Even if Neuvirth weren't out hurt, he sucks as a goalie. We've talked about this at length. Elliot's out hurt. Mm-hmm. Elliot's their best goalie in their system. Cal- so they've been through those two. They've been through they Lyon. They picked up Calvin Pickard off waivers from um, mm-hmm. Toronto. Calvin Pickard got hurt. So now they're leaning on like fucking... Like, Lions played a game. Neuverth has played one game for that team this year. Just out of curiosity, I'm going to check and see how much they're paying him. Neuverth? Yeah, cap friendly. I hope you find out something as horrible as Corey Schneider's. We're going to get to Corey Schneider's contract in a little bit. It's bad. Mm, 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 mm. Stollers has played one game. Lions played. Pickard's played. Neuverth's played. Like, at what point are they going to call up their, like, you know how the Caps have Ilya Samsonov and he's supposed to be the next great, like, goaltending prospect? The Flyers have that in Carter Hart. But apparently he's nowhere near ready. Right, but at what point do they just say fuck it and pray? I mean, they also have some, what they need to do is shit or get off the pot. Are they do they do they really want to make a run? Can they make a run? I don't think they can make a run. Um and if they can't make a run, fuck, you've got tradable resources there. If for a decent goalie. If they could get to a point where they've got both Elliott and Pickard healthy, they might be able to make a run. Because the game that they won on Saturday, or no, on Friday against, I don't remember who the fuck they were playing, the Rangers maybe? Yeah, the Rangers. Was Pickard in net. So if they could get Pickard and Elliott healthy, if, the, if Pickard and Elliott were healthy, they might have a chance. So he has a standard contract for two years at five mil. So he's making two and a half million dollars to play one game so far. And that contract is up it. at the end of this year. He becomes a UFA. Nobody's signing that. Nope. He is going back to the Czech Republic. Yep, he sure is. So... Speaking of other guys who are going back to where they came from, Brooks Orpik has missed 14 games so far. That sounds about right. He finally announced last week that he had had arthroscopic surgery on his knee and was going to miss four to six more weeks. He's an old man. Brooks Orpik at 38 years old, I don't think is coming back. I think this is retirement for Brooks Orpik. And that's fine. I hope that the Washington Capitals hire him as a coach. Yeah, he'd make a great assistant coach. I would love to see him stick around and coach defensemen. Mm -hmm. But I think that I think it's the end of his hockey career because he'd already missed 10 games before he was even able to have surgery. Now, on the other hand, it means that they need an extra defenseman. Where in the world is Jonas Siegethaler? You, I hate Amy, I hate Karen. I hate, <laughs> you hate me twice. I hate you so much. I had to name you twice. Like your mom last night. <laughs> I hate everyone in this bar. Oh, come on. Everyone in this bar. It's fun. And it's a game that, ostensibly, we can probably only play this year. Because next year, he'll be on the roster. Do you think so? I think so. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see. I mean, he would have been on the roster this year if it weren't for no. He wouldn't people. have been on the roster. He would have been the seventh defenseman. Well, not really. He would have been sitting in the box with Madison Bowie. No. If Tom hadn't fucked up my life. The other big interesting waivers story is that Carl Alsner was placed on waivers by the Montreal Canadiens. Um, yeah. Carl Alsner had a. Big 
fat contract in Montreal. And if you recall, when he left the Washington Capitals because they couldn't afford to re-sign him, thanks TJ Oshie. Uh, well, whatever. Carl Alsner was basically dead Man, at that we were point gonna anyways. we were gonna pay him what he wanted anyway. He wanted a bigger payday. He, he's getting he's getting like what five million in Montreal. Four. I just looked it up. Four point six two five. Okay, that's way too much money for a defenseman who can barely skate. Um, which Carl Alsner could because he had a groin injury and was never really the same. And sometimes shit happens. Corey Schneider. So basically, he went off to Montreal and he's like, oh, well, I want to be on a team that has a chance at winning a cup. <laughs> because karma is swift and brutal. Carl Alsner was put on waivers yesterday, cleared, and is now playing for the Laval Rocket of the AHL. And making $4.625 million to do so yep but he's playing in the ahl and because he's a veteran he will be sitting a lot of the time Mm -mm -mm. and then next year he probably will not be on a team like brooks like yeah i mean we traded him to the maple leafs he maybe played a couple of games with the maple leafs and then he went down and played with the marlies for whatever he was making five mil at that point he signed a ufa with the The Kings. kings Because Hollywood wife. Well, yeah, but played like as a plug for a couple of games, got mm-hmm. sent down to the rain, and basically quit. Mm-hmm. I don't know that because Hollywood like wife knows that his hockey career is over, but it is. Oh yeah, he does. He's starting a I don't personal life health improvement. I lift weights on Instagram oh career. God. His Instagram posts are so annoying. They really are. I don't know why I still look at them. I only... Actually, I don't. They pop up and he goes, hey guys, and I flip. I only see the pictures on like the suggested for you page occasionally, and it's always pictures from his wedding. Like, Do you post anything else? I don't fucking care. I don't want to see your creepy fucking brother-in-law. He is creepy. Derek Huff is so fucking creepy looking. I mean, so is Julianne. They they have the same creepy eyes. It's a little but... bit flowers in the attic. Mm-hmm. Well, and you throw the fact that they're Mormons in oh, there. Oh, God. Yeah, no, there's something weird going on. Like, not to make light of that, but look, I watch a lot of Dancing with the Stars. Shit is weird. Mm-hmm. It's a li- I like it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Anyway, f- we're not here to talk about fucking Brooks like. Do it. We are not. Do it in that job. Um and we are certainly not here to talk about Bitcoin. Oh my um God. <laughs> You know what we are here to talk about? We're here to talk about how you went to the home of the whale over the weekend. I did. I did. So my Thanksgiving travels Brought me up to Connecticut, actually mostly New London, Connecticut, which was is down on on the shore on Long Island Sound. But while we were there, we decided to take in an AHL game, and we opted. We we have several options in that area actually, because there are the Bridgeport Sound Tigers mm. who are down there on the coast. There are the Hartford Wolfpack, which is in Hartford, obviously, and there's the Springfield Thunderbirds that are in Springfield, Massachusetts, which is only like a 20-minute drive yeah. north of Hartford anyway. Sound Tigers are the Islanders affiliate. The Islanders affiliate. Wolfpack the Wolfpack is, is the Rangers affiliate. The Thunderbirds are the Florida Panthers affiliate. Okay. And so we opted. We got two for the price of one. Um, the Wolfpack was playing Bridgeport in Hartford. So we went for, went for that. And... Um, I went with my mom and my sister and her boyfriend, and we sat in the same seats that my parents used to have as Wolfpack season ticket holders, which was a fluke of happenstance, but it happened. What used to be the Hartford Civic Center, which is now the XL Center, but will always be the Hartford Civic Center in my heart. It has changed, and yet it has not changed. There used to be used to be kind of like gallery gallery places with the Capital One Arena, actually, in that you walked in. And there were restaurants and shops and there was a team store and there was like you walked through all of this to get to the gate. And now all of that stuff that you walk through, all of that space is still there in the arena, except it's all like bricked up and painted over. 
like there's nothing there except for like there is one wall of pictures of Hartford hockey history, which I took some pictures of because there's pictures of Gordie Howe and Ron Francis and all sorts of fun stuff like that there. And there is a very meager display of the high school hockey jerseys for all of the private high schools in Connecticut that have hockey teams. Because I went and looked for my high school's jersey and the one there. And the more I looked at them, the more I was like, oh, these are all the private schools. That mm. sucks. Yeah. And there's a lot of them. There's probably, there are probably about 30 jerseys hanging there. The, uh, the inside is just how I remembered it. In fact, they don't have actual like places carved out into the concourse where you can buy souvenirs. It's just stands that get put up by all of the entrances. And I swear to God, Julie, it's just, and it's just like tables with like, with poster board and stuff where they, you know, that behind them where they hang t-shirts and all that other good crap. Like the booster club ones in Hershey. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But, and that's the way it was when I went, cause I went to so many concerts there as a kid, like you walked in and there was, there's where you could buy the U2 t-shirt or the Journey t-shirt or the whatever t-shirt, like, and we walked in and fuck if it wasn't right there again. And they were all in the same places, you know, 30 some odd years later. There are many more Dunkin' Donuts stands in that arena than there are in Capital One Arena. That's for sure. Uh, well, um, further north. Well, and New England is the land of the Duncan. There was a point at which on I-95, I could no longer readily access a Starbucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's all Duncan, all Duncan. Even those big like travel plazas where they say at this place you have blah, 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 blah. And a Starbucks always. Nope. Duncan. That's wild. To <clears> me. It was wild to me, too, because at that point I was craving Starbucks. I'm like, all I want to see is a green mermaid. When you were in the slack <laughs> and you were like, I just want a peppermint yes! frappuccino. All I want yes! in the whole world because that's your new crack. Yes, it is my new crack. And I ended up getting it the next day when we went to the casino in Springfield, Massachusetts, because it was an MGM casino. And I'm like, I know there's a Starbucks here. It's an MGM. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I just need to find it. So it was it was Teddy Bear Toss Night at the Wolfpack versus the Sound Tigers, which, by the way... <laughs> At dinner beforehand, Jared, my sister's boyfriend, was like, what the hell is a sound tiger? <laughs> and I was like, funny you should ask, because other people were asking. Because I think Brian had asked it in the Slack. Yeah, because like, you explained it sound in the tiger? It's, it's stupid. It is stupid. So Bridgeport and lots of old, old coastal cities in Connecticut are along the Long Island Sound. The Long Island Sound is the body of water that separates Manhattan from the coast of Connecticut. So, or, yeah, Manhattan Island, Long Island from the coast of Connecticut. So they actually, they were never, I thought at one point they might have been the Long Island Sound Tigers, but no, they were, they were just like, they wanted to have some homage to being in Long Island Sound. So they're just the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. But Bridgeport, Bridgeport Sound, is that a thing? No, it's not. So what you're what the saying Long Island Sound is, is this is stupid. It's stupid. I'm saying it's stupid. All right, just checking. So as middle class and uh, sort of service industry type crowds as you get at AHL games, it's so much more that in Hartford. It's also so much more white. <laughs> I don't, do you? Uh, um, like it's pretty white in Hershey. It's so much. We're, you're in the midst of New England. It's so oh, much okay. more white in many, many ways. You know, because I made um, I made the joke on Twitter. You know, do you think Don Cherry's chest gets tight when he thinks about the fact the Washington Capitals could put three whole brown guys on the ice at one time? Well, it's funny. My sister had a friend over. Um, when was it? Friday afternoon was the Rangers game, right? Mm -hmm. And the Rangers game happened to be on and we had it on with the sound turned down because we were visiting and having tea because it's New England. And um, her friend is a retired minister and she's also black. And she's like, I don't know. I couldn't, you know, despite growing up up here, I could never get into hockey. It's just too violent. <laughs> and it's still really white. So you're watching the Rangers and, I and Flyers game. <laughs> And uh, she said, and it's still really white. And I said, actually, we have three brown people on our team. And she said, really? And I said, yep. I said, there's, there, 
the brown people are are starting to filter in. They're certainly not a majority, but there was, there's, you can usually find one on. There's only eighteen. Only one in the Rangers Flyers game. Simmons would be the only person of color on either of those teams, wouldn't he? The Rangers don't have anybody. I, so. I know Montreal doesn't have anybody. <laughs> they racist. Yeah, they are like openly um, racist. But. Uh, but anyway, so very much white. It was teddy bear toss night. I did not realize this when I bought the tickets. However, the minute we came into the arena and saw large plush things on people's laps everywhere, I was like, oh, it's teddy bear toss night. <laughs> so, um, but from what you said, it, it's it was very piddly compared to. Well, first of all, there are two levels of seating in the Hartford Civic Center. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lower bowl and an upper bowl, and and there are some boxes up there it's as like, well. Basically, like Hershey. Yeah, they close the upper bowl, like they curtain off the upper bowl for the games. So, so attendance is nowhere near Hershey's. And I think Hershey's Arena holds more than the Civic Center does. So I have to interrupt you on this because I have to bring up something. The world record for teddy bear toss is 28,815 stuffed animals. Woohoo! Is that held by Hershey? Uh, I do not know. Well, I'm looking at a Hershey Bears tweet right now. Mm. Let's set a world record for a great cause. Community Aid Pennsylvania will donate 25 cents for each bear collected at the Community Aid and WGAL Teddy Bear Toss Hershey on Sunday. If we beat the world record of 28,815, they'll double that donation up to 15,000 to benefit Children's Miracle Network Hershey. Woohoo. So, have you bought your teddy bears yet, Amy? Payday's Thursday. I'm gonna go get them on Thursday. I set myself. I didn't. I didn't like set a number limit. Like I set myself a dollar amount limit and yeah. stuffed animals up to that dollar amount limit. So let me see if I can find the world record. Actually, anyway, go back to your your anyway. Whale so story. it was it was much less sparsely or much more sparsely attended than our Hershey Bears game. Definitely. In fact, I wanted to see um how how much. How much people the XL Center holds? Yeah, it only holds 16,000, a little over 16,000. And my guess is that the Giant Center holds probably closer to 20. So the world record is held by the Calgary Hitmen currently. Um, the Hershey Bears record is 25,017 from last year. Oh, wow. Yeah, this was nowhere near that. Like, there was way too much space on the ice. And they bagged up all, with the exception of one really giant puppy dog that couldn't fit anywhere else. They drove a little Jeep, like a like a Jeep Wrangler, <laughs> um, onto the ice, bagged up all the stuffed animals. And they all fit into, obviously, not the front seat, but all of the back of the Jeep, except for this one giant puppy dog that they laid on top of the Jeep to take off because he was way too big. So, yeah, they all fit in that. And I'm sure that's nowhere near 20-some thousand stuffed animals. And I was wrong. The Hershey Arena seats 10,500, which surprises me. I thought it was bigger than that. It seems like it's bigger than it actually is. So, I can give you a little history on the teddy bear toss since now I've Googled that. And Mm -hmm. now I want everyone to know. Apparently, it started in 1993. The first recorded teddy bear toss was December 5th, 1993 in uh, with the Kamloops Blazers. Um, It was popularized in the Canadian Hockey League and then has spread around the world, except for in the NHL, because the NHL discourages throwing anything on the ice, unless you're in, like, Nashville or Detroit. They could make exceptions. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, they act like people don't discourage throwing things on the ice during other hockey games. Whatever. Anyway. So uh, the Wolfpack won three to one. I think the final score was the first goal. Hi, France. The first goal was not scored until like halfway into the second period. So we had to wait a while for the teddy bears to toss. Warmups were non-existent, by the way, which surprised the shit out of me. They literally came out of the tunnel, skated around for 30 seconds. The lights went down and they said, ladies and gentlemen, please rise for the national anthem. And I was like, what? And then as the game progressed, we discovered um, we were only three rows up from the glass on the corner. We discovered that there were two boys sitting on the glass um, who were very, 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 very drunk. Double fisting it all night. And uh, 
at one point when we scored the first goal and they were throwing the, the stuffed animals over the glass because we were right behind the goal, they basically had to open up the the tunnel door mm-hmm. for people to throw them out that way because the netting was there and they didn't remove it oh, for that. So in Hershey, you have to throw them to the side and the people who are on the sides that aren't blocked by the netting have to throw them over. Well, they didn't know what to do with themselves because they didn't have anything to throw. So they just threw their bodies up against the glass and started humping it. <laughs> um, what? And I wasn't quick enough to like capture that on video. But they decided at some point in the second intermission that they were going to raid one of the Duncan stands in the concourse. And they came back and they had a couple of donuts and this ugly looking, it looked like it was probably a bran muffin. And they ate the donuts and everything else. And then they started picking apart the muffin and just chucking it back over their heads to see who it would hit. And then they not so quietly devised a plan that they were going to just go up to the top of the steps and throw it down. And while they were devising this plan, the Wolfpack's version of Goat, who um, leads all the opposing team sucks chants and the let's go Wolfpack chants, that was sitting probably about five rows behind those guys, just started yelling, do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man. And we started singing along with him. And they ended up leaving probably with 10 minutes to go in the game. Did they and leave when the game was over, were they, they left, objective? literally left a trail of muffin crumbs behind them up the step. And then when you got to about three rows from the top, there was just like whatever was left in the muffin that was still wrapped. Like they were just tearing apart the muffin top, apparently. But there was a still wrapped like muffin with no top sitting on the arm of one of the chairs at the top of the row. Men are fools. <laughs> and I was like, oh, look, there's the muffin. Did, did um, they leave men are, men are fools. of their own accord or were they? No, they left removed. of their own accord. But as the plan was developing, there became a security slash usher person down at like right there on the glass in the aisle between where they were and where we were. Ah. Uh. Who just kind of stood there and shepherded over them for a while. Yeah, because that kind of sounded like, you know, not like the thing that you get away with, really. Yeah, no, I'm sure somebody had said something to somebody that warranted that security person to be down there. But yeah, it was it was definitely an AHL hockey evening. (laughs) Um, I had a lot of flashbacks to my concert going slash hockey going youth i think it's the first time i had been back in that arena since i saw a whalers game there so it, in at least at least 20 years how long have, have uh the whalers been the hurricanes since 1990 their last game was in 1997 as the whalers yep so, but yes, it was Hartford. It was it was the home of the whale. Um, it made me uh, lovely and nostalgic, but it also made me really glad that I get to go see NHL games on a regular basis <laughs> because I think there weren't any fights at this particular AHL game, which surprised me because well. it seems that that be- geographically it seems that they're pretty bitter rivals between Hartford and. And Bridgeport, um, there were a slew of puck bunnies there. And you got to see our beloved Bork brothers. Yes, I got to see Chris and Ray Bork. I got to see... Um, Ryan. Kurt, Ryan, sorry. Ray's the dad. I see the R and I think, I think Ray, because they had a C and an R on there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But jerseys, well, no, respectively. Ray, Ray is their dad, so... Yeah. Um, I got to see Ray play last year. He played um, He played in the Hershey oh, Bears the alumni game. game, even though yeah. he never played for Hershey. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. It was great. And Chris Bork was um, very Chris Borkian in that he spent more than a couple times in the penalty box. Sure, sure, sure. When um, you're small, sometimes you're mean. I'm just saying, you know. All I wanted last year is to get, like, a lineup of him, Liam O'Brien, Nathan Walker... And Joe Whitney just stood in a little line. <laughs> and by little, I mean short. Little. Liam's not that short, is he? Compared to regular hockey players, he is. Oh. I mean, he's taller I than I hadn't Nathan noticed. Walker. He's way too pretty. <laughs> he's so pretty, I don't look at his height when I see Liam O'Brien. I just 
see Liam O'Brien. Let's, um, let's pivot into and, something terrible. Oh, okay. Now that we've talked about something fun, which is going to see the whale, and well, there were no whale there, but there were plenty of people rocking the the, the whale I bet gear, you saw a bunch. which was fun. Yeah. Well, the Connecticut whale play there, don't they? No, they do not. They um, play down in Bridgeport oh. because it's closer to New York, okay. and that's where most of the other NWHL teams are. True. Except for Boston. So I'm going to see the yeah, Metropolitan no, Rivers next year. I would, I would like to come with. Um, oh, you, you're taking somebody you know, though. Jarka and I are going to the New Jersey game, and then we're going to the Rivers game the next day. That's right. We could probably. I'm hearing next season instead of next year. Yeah. Yeah. No. Literally next year, like little, like a, two months from now. Mm-hmm. January. So let's go into our new segment that we're going to have here on Ye Old Pucker Up Podcast. What's the message, Gary? Yeah. So let's talk about some concussions because we love to talk to con- talk about concussions up in this bitch. Um, mm. In Winnipeg, some not that chill shit happened and nobody got in trouble for it. Whatever, Gary. Brandon Tanev, as opposed to Chris Tanev, checks Yevgeny Kuznetsov. Um, it was ruled an illegal check to the head on the ice, but he didn't receive any further discipline in spite of the fact that Tanev clearly led with his elbow into the hit. Kuznet- Did he not get fined? No. We'll get to the one. Uh, Morrissey got Okay. Fined. Okay. Um, so Tanev leads with his elbow into this hit on Kuznetsov. Kuznetsov... Stays on the bench. He tried to take another shift after that. He ended up going down the tunnel. Has not played a game since. Now, he did go on the dad's trip. Possibly because his dad was planning on coming over. And he probably didn't want to be like, oh, hey, by the way, dad, I'm fucking injured. Don't come over. Right. Um, Which is probably a little bit different situation to TJ Oshie. Who's... He did also skate before he went on the dad's trip. Fam does not have to come from Russia. He did skate. No, he didn't. He didn't skate until yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday morning, he skate. He got on the ice at the end of practice yesterday. He actually watched oh, okay. yesterday's game from... So, again, weird shit that happens in hockey rinks. Barclays is not set up for hockey games. Nope. Barclays is one of those arenas where they come in via the Zamboni Tunnel, and they are stuck like, you cannot leave the bench at Barclays and go down the tunnel like you can in a normal hockey arena. You have to wait for them to open those doors for you. So someone has to be, like, has to be going off. That's why it was really weird yeah. last season when Duchesne got traded. He had to wait on the bench, even though he had been traded, for someone else to go down the tunnel and then sneak off. Um, so yesterday, and also they don't have enough space on the bench for the backup goalie. So the backup goalie sits in the hall. So Phoenix Copley's chilling in the hall, and Yevgeny Kuznetsov's chilling with Phoenix Copley. Steals his hat and his blocker and glove and just, you know, hangs out. <laughs> I saw where the uh, Caps Road crew said they were cheering for an audience of one because... Kuznetsov apparently thought they were hilarious. Uh, you want awesome. to talk about hockey players who are charming? Kuznetsov. I'll give you. I'll give you Kuzi. Yep. Anyway, so he is presumably concussed. Um, he has missed, I believe, six games. That sounds about right. T.J. Oshie in the same game fucking gets body slammed by Josh Morrissey, who gets away he with it. He literally picks him up yeah. by the scruff of his shirt and throws yeah, it. Yeah, dude, like slams Oshi down. It's fucking wild. He got away with it completely on the ice. He had a Department of Player Safety hearing. He was fined like $8,500. It was uh, $8,467.74, which is the maximum allowable under the collective bargaining agreement for unsportsmanlike conduct. Now, what the fuck? What's the message, Gary? Because, like, you're only getting, like, that's like charging a guy $8. Pretty much. For giving another guy concussion. Um, The only other one I saw this week was Josh Archibald got two games for an illegal check to the head on Ryan Hartman. Um, I did not see this hit. I did not either. That was um Arizona on Nashville. I assume it must have been pretty fucking dirty since they actually disciplined somebody for it. Well, and it may have to do with past records and all that other good shit, but... Dude, I don't even know who Josh Archibald is. Yeah, neither do I. 
Like I've literally Maybe that's like, a good is, thing. is this the first time I've heard that name? I don't know. Um yeah, so things are unclear. There's one other there's one other it doesn't really fit under the umbrella of what's the message, Gary. But there was one other Department of Player Safety judgment recently, since our last podcast, where Antoine Roussel now of the Vancouver Canucks, but previously of the Dallas Stars, was fined an amount of money that I did not write down for. It's probably somewhere around that eight figure. I think it was closer to ten. I, it was not very much. It was even. I think it was even less than eight. Um, it's on the player safety Twitter if you want to look it up. Mm. Antoine Roussel bit with his teeth, a la Brad Marchand, only less nice. Mark Edward Vlasic from the San Jose Sharks. Now, when I saw this come up on Twitter, I was like, what the fuck? But when you see how it went down and you see Roussel actually do it, it makes sense. It was basically to get him off of like, him, wasn't it? They're scrumming. Vlasic sticks his hand in Roussel's. Like, Vlasic is tugging on Roussel's ear. And then Vlasic, like, sticks his hand in Roussel's face. So Roussel just opens up and bites his fucking hand. And it's hysterical. And also, it's what you would do in that situation. So if you're, like, a dude has got you in a headlock and all of a sudden his hand is covering your mouth, you're gonna fucking bite him. I'm with a, I'm yeah. with Antoine Roussel on this, man. I'd bite him, too. It's He is fined $5,000. It was so the maximum allowable under the CBA funny. for biting. For biting. It doesn't say for unsportsmanlike conduct. It doesn't say for roughing. It says for biting. And I, San Jose's Mark Edward Vlasic. Like, here, like the the process uh, is like seeing this and going, what the fuck happened? And then actually seeing it and being like, no, okay, sure. <laughs> Pittsburgh's Matt Cullen has been fined a thousand dollars for a dangerous trip on Tampa Bay's JT Miller. A thousand dollars is like five cents. Yeah, I. That's like, why would you like? Why even bother finding them at that point? You know, how much does Matt Cullen get paid? He gets paid an unreal amount of money. Back to cap friendly. Like I don't even care. (laughs) Yeah, but now I'm curious. On to our lowlights, which are brief. This. Uh, let's talk about Phoenix Copley versus the Montreal Canadiens. Somehow we I won that remember. game. Yeah, somehow we did. In spite of Phoenix Copley just fucking dropping dead at the beginning of the second period. Like, we might as well not even had a goalie in there. It was embarrassing. By the way, Matt Cullen does not, well, he makes a ridiculous amount of money, but it's ridiculously small. Really? $650,000. He's a UFA at the end of the season. Okay. He went somewhere else, then came back to Pittsburgh, and he's old as shit. He's on the Brooks Orpic That makes contract. sense. He's older than Brooks Orpic. He is. It's just this, the contract is just for this year. Yeah. I want, um, can you see on there where he was the year before? Because uh, he definitely played somewhere else last year, but he played for the Pens the year before that. He was with... Because... Aha. The Minnesota Wild... Okay, because, and I wonder if that was just, like, his full contract or if they ended up buying him out. It doesn't look like that. It looks like that year was just a one-year contract. Okay, well. And he was a UFA again. Then he came back, like, so sort of like Brooks Orbit. Sort of. Sort of. Uh, yeah, and they were, and Pittsburgh was keeping him on short contracts. Because he's, well, I, can for the you two years before that. a guy for more than a year when he's, like, 40 years old? I mean, Isn't it like like there's some kind you? of like probably old dude contract but, that they put him on? Like it's literally called something. Well, it says he has a standard contract in all of these. Really? Oh no, thirty five plus. Okay, contract. and I was like, no, there's a contract for old men because Yager was always yep. on an old man contract. <laughs> he was on a standard contract until thirteen, and then he then he turned thirty five. He's forty now. All right, Copley really really sucked against the Canadians. Uh, Vincent Trocheck really, really, really got really hurt. Really broke his ankle. Something lower leg. It was like dangling. Yeah, I, 
I was just going to say, I think it was his ankle, but it could have been, I mean, it could be other parts of his leg as well, I mean, based on I believe like, how I that saw thing cracked that up. it was his ankle, but it looked like his foot was just, like, dangling there, flopping around. Oh. It was like, it, ooh. And Amy, I still like, remember when you Amy's were looking at that. On the couch next to me, and I'm watching the video, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, Trojak's hurt, really? Like they had to stretcher him off." And so, okay, they say they're stretching him off. I'm looking for a head injury because, because why not? You, it's the that's NHL. what I'm looking for most of the time. And then Amy saw it before I saw it, and I like her. I was like, "Look at his leg! Look at his leg! Look at his she leg!" Recoiled from my computer screen, covering <laughs> her face, and then I saw it, and there's just the two of us sitting on my couch yelling so our highlights and lowlights and thigh lights are so brief this week because everything's a disaster and there was a holiday and i'm tired highlights believe it or not against all odds tom wilson is behaving like a hockey player i know i don't trust him though no he's behaving like a good hockey player i mean one could say that he wasn't really behaving like a hockey player to begin with. I mean, so. okay, but now he's behaving like a good hockey player, like a first-round pick. What? And a top-line wing. God. He has, what, five goals in eight games? Something like that. He has more points than that, though, because he's got some assists as well. Let me pull up his stats real quick. He had two goals last night. Yeah, he did. They were trying to he get almost him the had a net, third, but... but would have been his first career hat trick. Yeah, man, like, Tom Wilson. I hate to say positive things about Tom Wilson because I'm just going to have to walk it back later, but what the fuck? He's still not in the top three point scorers for the team, but that's to be expected considering that he hasn't played 14 games that other people have. Wilson. Will he be uh, first? Will he be one of NHL stars of the week? Or will he be looked over because he's Tom Wilson? Oh, he'll be looked over because he's Tom Wilson. <laughs> Plus, I mean, you still got Ovi and Nikki and Carlson, like, that would go ahead of him. Games played, eight. Uh, 12 points in eight games, six goals, six assists. And he is a plus six. It's almost like Tom Wilson's good at hockey. I don't trust it. Seems fake. I mean, again, you and I have talked about this offline, but there's going to be a point at which, like, his brain breaks and he becomes old Tom again the real tom comes through this is the tom that like when you first start dating the guy and he's really really great and then you see like the real one and all his horrible Mm. habits that he has after you like yeah you come home and find skid marks in his undies yeah (laughs) well i wasn't gonna bring up poop (laughs) but do you have any thigh lights because i didn't I need to find out if there is a um, a general Tyler Sagan Twitter account, and if not, I might need to make one up because of his coat. Dude, he, from you know what the best part the of other that night? was? His what? Instagram story where he was like, "Yeah, just ignore the donut stains." Oh, I missed that part. Yeah, it and like I didn't notice it until he pointed it out. He's such a trash bag. I love him. Yesterday, when you were watching his uh, his Instagram story sitting on my couch, and I was like, oh, you're really doing this. <laughs> really doing this. Well, I mean, I got sucked into the Instagram stories by the dogs. I stuck around for the Tyler Sagan. But yeah, I mean, he's just, he's my new side piece. He's just a possum and a snapback riding a cow. <laughs> shotgun oh, in a my... Miller Lite. <clears throat> no, it's All Texas. I can see shotgun and him, Star. like... Is him like literally riding on Jamie Ben's back? If anyone can draw that for me, oh my god, yes, please. We'd like to commission any artists out there. Julie's full description just make the rider Tyler and the cow Tyler Jamie the ben trash and... possum, <laughs> snapback shotgun and a lone star, <laughs> Jamie Ben, a large bovine, angry bovine gentleman. I know some people, I know some people. Um, I mean, I didn't have many other thighlights well, other than that. To, but uh, yeah, no, there aren't any. Like, there's like it's too cold for thighlights right now. Mm. Wait until wait until uh, uh, March, April. No, nah, wait until like Liam O'Brien does his annual let's pose in our underwear, and I'll post it on Instagram. Oh, that's right, Christmas is coming. Where, where I introduced the term thighlights to the 
world at large. Not to the world mm. at large. I picked it up from Jezebel, but to the slack at large. Correct. I was like, oh. Yeah, that didn't originate oh, with Michael Kempney. That came from Liam O'Brien. Speaking of Jezebel, we might have a Jezebel guest at some point. Maybe. For, former Jezebel writer. Correct. What up, Colin? Um, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Let's get into our other least favorite. Brian asks, why are the devils bad? Uh, Corey Schneider? Um, Brian's actual yeah. question is, if New Jersey can't get their shit together and there's no sign they will, should they shop Keith? You know, no. since they already have Corey freaking Schneider. Um, I don't think they could. They should shop Keith. I feel like I should. I should read Brian's other comment, which is, "Holy shit, is he the most untradeable goalie in the league, or what? That contract is an abomination." What he is talking about? That contract is an is, is an abomination. I have pulled it up. For Corey reference. Schneider is on a seven-year, six million a year contract with a no-trade clause. He's in the fourth year of that, and he is 32 years old. He had hip surgery in the offseason, just came back, hasn't won a game. Actually, Corey Schneider hasn't won a regular season game since, like, February of last year, last season. So... See, I think he'd be a candidate for a buyout at this point. I... I mean, buy him out, bring Eddie back. <laughs> I mean, like literally, what do you got to literally lose? Literally, Eddie Lack could not be worse than Corey Schneider. Corey fucking Schneider was so bad in Tampa Bay. And to be fair to Corey Schneider, that game ended up being five to two. And two of the goals were not really Corey's fault. One of them was Sammy Votnin shooting the puck into his own net which you fucking can't do guys like you're supposed to be like good at being a defenseman so don't fucking shoot the puck into your own net and the worst part is well no the worst part was when they pant well no the worst part is finding out yesterday that Marcus Johansson got hurt in that game and now he's day to day and they're supposed to play the Caps on Friday and if he doesn't play I'm going to have an aneurysm but if he plays and Jonas Siegenthaler plays I'm going to have an even bigger aneurysm I don't know okay second worst problem was having to watch Keith sit there knowing that the team's playing a back-to-back and he was going to have to play last night against Florida while Corey is dropping a big deuce on the ice and there's nothing Keith can do about it because they know he knows they're not going to put him in I don't remember if they buy him out at the end of the season they'll be paying him two million dollars a year through 2025 it's untenable it's fucking ridiculous and they they can't trade him like nobody's gonna want yeah nobody's he's got a trade clause so they have to ask him to waive it before they can shop him second of all Nobody fucking wants that. Not even... I like, who's fucking suffering right now? L.A.? Philly won't take that. Philly probably won't even take that. Philly needs a goalie, but they don't need that goalie. Yeah, oh, I didn't realize he started in freaking Vancouver. Oh, yeah, no, that was... Bec- that. That's where the whole thing about how he was, like, the lost Sedine. Uh, oh, that's right, yes. Because he was oh, mistaken right. yes. for a Sedine sometimes. <laughs> All right, well, this has been... Brian asks, why are the devils bad? Their goalie sucks. (laughs) God. And sometimes Keith isn't good either. Like, Keith, like, oh, God, fuck, 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 fuck. Listener questions. Let's just go on to listener questions. I can't talk about the Jersey Devils right now because it's a disaster. They're a disaster. I, like, you know, when your hockey team, like, you love them, but they fucking suck. As a Caps fan, you don't know what that's like, but you knew what that was like, like when we would lose every year in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. But your hockey team never really sucked. I mean, the Whalers sucked for a while. Like, when I was alive, the Whalers sucked. When you were alive? Yeah, I mean, they they were really good before I was, you know. Before well, you were dead? Before I was old enough to care about hockey. No, I just want to talk about the implication that you've just implied that you were not alive. I meant since I was alive. Since I but... was alive. Since I was alive. Uh, so Karen has asked, 
when, if ever, will we get the Ovi signed sticks that were promised to season ticket holders who renewed with a Capital One card? I think they said we'd get them in early fall, and it's already snowed, so... And more importantly, why is the CAPS organization like this? I mean, because they can't learn from other organizations, apparently. You know, that's really weird, though. They did this stick thing, and maybe it's because it's on such a, a, a larger scale, but I won a jersey in the season ticket holder renewal, renewal raffle, and I've already got it. I mean, and it's not like they don't have Ovi sign a bajillion things at the beginning of every season. Like, I kind of feel like we're not getting it. But I will, the next time um, Catherine calls, I will uh, hit her up about it. Because she should know if I remember. Yeah, I got a phone call the uh, yesterday after I went to a Wolfpack game on Sunday going, Hey, this is Nick. And again, another Nick. I have Nick now with the Cavs. <laughs> Different. From the Wolfpack. And I see you went to a game. And how was it? And you want to talk to me about tickets? Call oh me. Oh, my God. Josh from the Devils called me, I guess, um the day before thanksgiving and i missed the call and i didn't i like dismissed the um voicemail and didn't listen to it until yesterday whoops yeah well karen's next question is now that buffalo is number one in the nhl will julie finally retract our previous podcast statement about the sabers being terrible well they were terrible just because they're good now doesn't mean they weren't terrible doesn't mean they won't be terrible again. I mean, look at the Jersey Devils. Remember last year when they weren't terrible? <laughs> Remember when the Jersey Devils were number one in the Metro at the beginning of last season? For like a really long time? Until they weren't. Until they weren't. And now they Julie's stopped. having an existential crisis. <laughs> I hate this. It's like, will all three of my teams ever win on the same night? I will fall over dead. Probably not, because they rarely all ever play on the same night, A. And B, um, your boy, do we even know if your boy's going to play on Friday yet? Have we had an injury report on your boy? Ooh, no. Because they didn't practice today. Ah. I mean, no, like, the Caps didn't either. It was like it was like a travel, like they traveled in the night, so they didn't practice today. So probably tomorrow we'll have an update. Yes, because right now our beloved JoJo is day to day. But it is lower body and not upper body. So that is good thing number one. I watched that game and I don't know what happened because he played up until the end of the game. So I'm irritated. Brian asks, why are the devils bad? Cause JoJo's hurt. (laughs) It's probably true. I mean, we were at the game the other, like one of the things at the, at the caps game on um, Friday and he scored the, goal to send the devils to overtime and i got so excited i slammed my fist down on my knee and actually bruised myself okay yeah that um that could be an issue (laughs) you're perhaps lucky that he's not playing as much as he should be because you might be just like in traction by the end of the season do you know what it's gonna be like if if he does play on Friday and they don't send Jonas down between now and then and they're both on the on the ice during warm-ups and I just spontaneously combust. Yeah, I'm going to have to clean you up and put you in a Ziploc just bag dust, and bring you dust home. Dust me off. Just <laughs> dust me into that space between the fucking wall and the floor. Between the boards and the floor. You know, that really we'll sprinkle you. We'll sprinkle you on the ice where you can live forever. With the Swedish DNA. Uh, <laughs> So next time on the podcast, we're going to talk about whatever happens to William Nylander, good or bad. We're also going to talk about the um, the hockey weekend we have that lies before yes, us. Yes, we have Caps versus Devils on Friday night in D.C. We have the Devils versus the Jets on Saturday night in Jersey. And then Hershey versus the Binghamton Devils on Sunday evening in Hershey, thank God it's not in Binghamton. That's so far. Um, and that is the teddy bear toss game. All devils, all the time. All devils. So yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna like have Julie's Spotify playlists memorized. You love my Spotify playlists, right? I I I do for the most part. Wait, which ones don't you love? I mean, I I don't know half half of what the songs are to tell you which ones I do and don't like. The one with all the Fallout Boy on it. Do you hate that one? No, I don't mind that one. <laughs> The one where Melanie's like, how many Armor for Sleep songs did Julie make you listen to? <laughs> I'm wearing an Armor for Sleep t-shirt right now. It's only appropriate. They're from New Jersey. Uh, What else next time? Probably more reasons that Gary Bettman's message to his players about not 
wanting headshots in hockey is inconsistent at best and fake at worst. Mm-hmm. And then we will probably break for Christmas. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I'm going to go to a place where the only internet available is via satellite. Yeah, that doesn't make for good anything. Like, I can barely... Like, A, I don't get any phone signal. And B, the Wi-Fi is bad. I guess I... Oklahoma, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. I go to the library. shut myself in a study room i mean you could i'm not going to that seems like going way out of your way especially because i mean way out of the way i was just gonna say it can't be convenient it's not and that's it feel free to ask us any questions on the twitter our twitter is pucker up pod you can also email us at pucker up pod at gmail.com don't ask us any questions about goalie interference we have talked about it already we don't know what it is also today i learned what picking is i'm still not quite sure i believe that but you know hey you learn something new every day that's true especially in gary bettman's world god we'll talk at you next time Thanks for listening. Bye.